you're listening to EDX Education. This podcast series discusses play, being creative and learning for children. Join Heather Welch sharing knowledge, information and support on play-based learning. We'll explore the benefits, value, different stages of play and so much more. Let's play, learn and create to develop lifelong learners and leaders together. Hello everyone, it's Heather Welch. I'm so excited to chat with, about my favourite topic again, in which we talk about play, or as we like to say, play-based learning, or learning through play at EDX Education. Over the past two years, we've chatted on this podcast with so many experts on this topic, created amazing educational resources, experiences, and toys. Last podcast, we looked at social and emotional learning, stages of play, value of play, and today we're going to discuss teaching our children to think, why it's important, how we develop it and how we integrate this through play, especially in the early years. It sounds simple, doesn't it, teaching your children to think? Doesn't everyone think? How do you think? Don't all children think like this? However, as caregivers, we tend to instinctively make decisions for our children, even without knowing. And this may be what to wear what to eat, who our friends are, what sports to play, what extracurricular activities do we need to do, what toys can we have. However, is this really teaching our children how to think? No, let's look at thinking. Let's look at the skills we need for thinking. There are three main thinking skills we use, and to be honest, we need to start to develop these in our early years in order to build on them for our children throughout their childhood. The first one's convergent, then divergent, and then lateral thinking. These three models of thinking are essential to be able to think critically and creatively. So let's first look at what each one does and why we have three. Convergent thinking is using logic. It focuses on a well-defined solution to an issue. This type of thinking is also called critical, analytical or linear. It generally refers to the ability to give the correct answer. Most standardised testing in schools actually requires convergent thinking. Then there's divergent thinking, using your imagination. I mean, this type of thinking is also creative or horizontal thinking. It is a thought process or method to generate creative ideas, and this is so important in the modern world. And this is by exploring many possibilities and having a free-flowing way of, you know, thinking. And then the third one is actually combining both of them. It's lateral thinking, and that's using both logic and imagination. This type of thinking is commonly referred to for entrepreneurs as thinking outside the box. It involves solving problems through an indirect and creative approach because there are a lot of challenges in life and we do need to solve them. So this is a really important that children understand or even develop convergent, divergent and lateral thinking. You know, over the years, different curriculums around the globe have just focused on convergent thinking with standardised testing and not allowed children to develop this divergent thinking. With an increase in STEM activities and play-based learning, it allows children to develop lateral thinking. And this is such an amazing thing. It's so important for children. This is where playtime is important. So we can use playtime to teach our children to develop these thinking skills. You know, as they play, they'll find logical solutions, free play and open-ended toys. They'll develop divergent thinking and lateral thinking. And by combining open-ended activities and STEM activities as well, 
There are many ways that we can look at how to develop these strategies. However, I've got five things as educators and caregivers that we can look to implement in our everyday life in order to teach children really how to think for themselves. And that's the main thing is that we don't make those decisions. We let them make their own decisions. So first of all, we give choices. Then we listen. We allow them to explore. We allow them to experiment. And we give them lots of experiences. These may seem simple. However, it's how they're implemented is what's important. If we encourage our children to think, we're teaching them to be leaders. We're teaching them to get on with the world. First of all, let's talk about choices. I mean, this is a really simple one. It may be as simple as choosing their own clothes, even if they don't match, deciding on what they spend their pocket money on, choosing a snack, choosing a book, explain reasons for a good choice and why certain activities are bad choices. It allows them to have responsible decision-making as well, but it, it allows them to make decisions, choices. The next one is listening. And I know we all listen, but sometimes we're listening on our mobile phone, we're doing work, we're you know, talking to multiple siblings at the same time, but listen to them when they're trying to explain to you the differences in even something that you're not so interested in, which is a character in a game or maybe it's a story or a new sport. Have that meaningful connection. So coming down to their level or maybe looking at them in their eyes and really listening to them. Ask open-ended questions so they have to explain to you the different concepts. Encourage them to tell you that story. The next two are my favourite, actually, as children love to learn about the world through exploring and experiences. And experiments, actually, so there's three. Explore. So allow them to take a few risks within reason. Like, I mean, it's calculated risk. You have to provide a safe and supportive environment. Let them you know, make their own potions with, you know, whether it's going to be shampoo, conditioner, water, water, sand, play with water, climb trees, be there, but allow them to make take a few risks. Teach them. Build forts. Make up their own games at the park and many more activities. These sort of things, allowing them to explore and just being able to have their own world will really, again, it's that decision-making process, it's the choices, it's understanding risk. The next one I love is experimenting. We do this a lot with my own children, actually. Talk to them about how to solve things. Like, for example, you could, if it's nice, nicer weather than it is at the moment, you could plant tomatoes or plant vegetables and put them in four different areas. One's near shade, sunlight, one doesn't have as much sunlight, and then you know, why did some of them grow? Why did they not grow? And then you can explain to them, take them to the supermarket, grocery shopping, look at, you know, where does the food come from? Try different food and experiment. Then another one, a simple thing is, and this is actually a mathematical, but look at why we pack the way we pack our trolley. Why do we put the heavy items on the bottom and not on the top? You know, what is healthy food? Why do we need certain foods? And all of this, this can be experiments and you can look at and you can talk to them about this. Children love to experiment. I know we always do the volcano, which is bicarb soda and white vinegar. And we put little toilet rolls and little faces and cut out and they just a little bit of colour dye and they come out and it's absolutely the funniest thing that they can do and they just love it. It's one of those things that always breaks the ice if we're not when if it's a wet day, a cold day, we find an experiment. 
The next one is, you know, experiences or opportunities, and they don't have to be expensive ones or anything, but, you know, try different activities, allow them children to find their passion and what they love doing. Try to engage in their interests, take them to the local market, be open-minded about culture around them, talk to them about food, talk to them about the world, show them how different cultures live, show them how different cultures, you know, have these experiences. Last of all, one of the main ones is spend time with your children, engage in their interests, or even, you know, like explain what we used to do as children. Over the past month, I've actually been a little bit of wet weather and I've actually taught my children elastics. I don't know if anyone remembers elastics, but they've loved it and they've actually built on it. So we've got two elastics and so it's even harder. Yeah, it's been really interesting because we never did that. We just had the elastics, the game, and that's how we did it. But now these guys are straight away innovating. It was amazing. You know, in life, we become so busy and we make decisions for our little ones. But what we really need to do is encourage them to think and really say, are we teaching them to think? Are we teaching them to be leaders in the school, in the community? We need to make sure that they are ready for the world and that they'll be managing soon. So let's teach our children to think. Let's be their first mentors. We love to play, learn and create happy, healthy children. Thank you for listening today and we look forward to sharing more information on play soon. So tune in or subscribe to the podcast to hear more Play, Learn and Create with EDX Education. Thank you for listening. There are so many exciting developments happening right now in education. EDX Education would love to hear from you, so do get in touch or subscribe to our podcast, which is available on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, TuneIn and so many more. This podcast series is brought to you by Heather Welch from EDX Education, as she'd like to say, let's create lifelong learners.